0: Hello, and welcome to an Intro to Anthro with Two Humans. I'm human number one, John McRae. And I'm human number two, John Lear. And this is the podcast where we reassess what it means to be human. And the title of this episode is The In Crowd, the relationship between taste, popularity, and status. Yes, (laughs) finally, the most important (laughs) episode. If you get anything out of this podcast, then hopefully this one will will help you in your your own personal life, I think. (laughs) Uh, And happy New Year's Day to everybody. Happy New Year's Day. Happy New Year's Day. It's actually, right now we're recording, John, it's New Year's Eve morning. God. And (laughs) while while everyone else is uh, is out getting... uh, noisemakers and hats and champagne you and i are recording an episode of our podcast yeah (laughs) there's no (laughs) there's no uh that kind of shows you how we come right up to the wire right up to the wire (laughs) we're playing it we are we're dangerous we're playing it dangerous (laughs)
1: yeah
0: i uh i'm actually for people who have been following us on on facebook uh because that's the only thing i know how to do uh we we have, have been traveling uh my wife and I my brother and sister-in-law have been traveling around New Mexico for the holidays and I'm actually coming to you from the lodge resort uh at in Cloudcroft New Mexico at 9000 feet that's so. amazing yeah you sound uh,
1: i you sound good you sound you have some timber to your voice which maybe the altitude yeah. is is a part I think of. it is what, are you in your uh, bedroom? Are you in your room, hotel room? Where are we're you in exactly?
0: The, we're in the hotel room if you can look around. Uh, I've oh. set up on a little tiny desk oh. in the in, in the hotel room. It's it's an old hotel that was built originally in 1899. Then wow. that one burned down, so they built oh. it again in 1911. Okay. Yeah, all those old all those old hotels used to burn down. Yeah, <laughs> they everything knew. burned down. Well, I was in Europe, you know, and everything had been bombed and redone. I'm like, oh, oh, look at God. this old building. When was it built? 1945. <laughs> <laughs> Every, you know. Oh, that's awful. Everything is 1945. 1945. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this one is uh, supposed to be haunted. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what Wait, happens. I just saw something move behind you. Really? Something, my brother yeah. thinks he had some my brother and sister-in-law said they had some activity last night. So we'll, Oh my god. <laughs> well well your brother is a, has some investigation. He's into ghosts. Yeah. He's in, so, well, right. so
1: are you? You like it. I mean, you know, yeah, it's fun. I'm, I'm,
0: it's fun. I'm critical. I'm critical, yeah. but or I'm skeptical. Not skeptical, but I I think we discussed it in our show. Yes. Is like I always like to try to debunk things first. Yes. But, um, anyway, but we he's... may check check Facebook <laughs> for yeah. updates on that one. <laughs> uh, so to get to this episode, John, the reason for the topic uh, of taste is not too long ago, my wife, Mary, said to me, uh, she said, you should do something about taste. <laughs> and I don't know if she was meaning she... me personally or, <laughs> or if we should do... <laughs> do an episode on taste and did she, she mean was. like taste like the sense of taste i you know i think she was thinking like taste and like our taste in music or taste in but art are you
1: sure she could have meant you know, know.
0: sweet, you know getting into that i hope she you did not guys- because i i've done a whole research on like taste <laughs> and art so she's may sitting have- there over on the hotel bed going <laughs> oh man should she i is. tell him <laughs> She, yeah. is, she is Should've... sitting over there. <laughs> uh, so John, uh first of all, I just want to start by asking you, do you have good taste? Do you consider yourself to have good taste? No, no,
1: I don't. <laughs> I don't have good taste. Not not in, in either sense of the word. Like I don't I can't yeah. taste things very well right. because uh I did a lot of blow in the nineties. And yeah. I think that's it because I have a terrible sense of smell. But I know that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about taste. And I, 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 I just, I grew up, my parents didn't have taste. I mean, it just wasn't an important thing, yeah. like style or taste. I don't know. No,
0: I don't think so. Yeah, I, I do. Um, so what do you think of when you think of bad taste? Like, can you recognize bad that taste? Bad, I when can you do. do. Yes.
1: <laughs> bad taste is like an old white guy in a Porsche, in a brand new yeah. Porsche, or, or <laughs> almost everyone in a Tesla. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that that's just like the that's the first thing that comes to mind, um, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it, to me, bad taste is somebody who um, uh, flaunts some aspect of themselves in a crass
0: way right right you know uh, yeah <laughs> do you do you think uh do you think they're aware of it or do you think it's just something that they're embodying who they are when they do it what, do, what are your thoughts I, on that i think it? it's
1: uh, yeah it, it always feels bad taste to me always feels like it's inauthentic like the and that right. they they are trying it's like it's like the if you're trying to be cool you're never gonna right. be cool The Fonz never tried to be cool. (laughs) Yeah. He just was cool. He was born cool. He just was. He was born 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 cool. cool. My kids are both really cool. Really? Yes. But they don't try to be cool. Yeah. They're the real kind of cool. They're the kind of (laughs) cool I was never. I was a, well, you know, I was a, I don't even know what I was in high school. I was a nerdy.
0: I was just, I just wanted to be liked. I yeah. Just to yeah. Be like <laughs> Did you ever consciously try to develop your taste? Was that something you ever consciously like I'm going to look in you know you, there's some people who will always there's always that guy that like yeah I'm going to tell you the best wine I'm going to tell you oh, like, oh I hate yeah, this cigar. People. This is the best cigar you can have and, you know and it's like oh, okay oh. All right, all right, all right. just like anybody just like- <laughs> who sticks their nose in a wine glass at a restaurant and spins it
1: around <laughs> I don't care. If that's something you should do for real, it's, you just, you look like a douche. You just, yeah, it's just, it's, there's a guy I know who has five degrees, uh, five, (laughs) you know, and he'll tell you, he'll tell everybody in the first few minutes, uh, that he's got five (laughs) separate degrees, um, and that he knows everything about wine. And it's just like, uh, and he's a nice guy. He's a really nice
0: guy. So yeah. I don't know. I always make comes, a point of that, like the best steak. Yeah. The best. I mean, it doesn't have to just be wine, but it it can be oh, anything
1: really. Well, I went to dinner with some foodies, and uh, I thought he was inviting all of us to, and he was going to pick up the tab. No, <laughs> no, and it was no. super expensive. I can't remember how much it was. It was like six hundred dollar dinner for oh, just two God. of us, for me and oh, me and God. Jennifer.
0: Yeah. And it was most well, 600 built. for for, for yeah. just the two
1: of you. So. Yes. I was shocked. Like I had googly eyes. I went, yeah. <laughs> And And he kept ordering wine for the table and oh, all this God. stuff. And God. here's how you know you're getting ripped off. When they yeah. bring the, the check out in a special box or something. You know what I mean? It's not one yeah. of those plastic things that they've dropped. This is like, it was like a wooden, everybody yeah. got a wooden box. I was like, oh, fuck me. Because there were no prices. Yeah. It was a set yeah. menu. He
0: set the menu <laughs> oh,
1: and ordered no. everything. And then we split the tab.
0: Did they make you pay for the wine too? Did they- Yes. <laughs> Even though yes. you're not
1: drinking it, you have to yes. chip in for the wine. Right. Yeah. And so everybody else like, is, like, guggling
0: it. That's what I would have yeah. done, too. If I was, like, <laughs> I would have been drinking wine out my butt. <laughs> Remember uh, when Ed, the, the Ed cast, they did a show in New York at one time. Yes. When we were yes. all living in Chicago and everyone went to New York. And uh, and I went out there to, to like, direct it, I think. Or, yes. you know, To kind yes. of help organize the thing. And yeah. I was so broke at the time. But I had enough money to get me through the two weeks. I had budgeted it. At out so i could get Ugh. through the two weeks the first night there ever, let's go out to eat in new york like oh. with a big group of 12 people ordering oh, no, the wine no, no. ordering no. the wine I had had, like <laughs> I had had like a salad salad and water and it was like let's just make it easy let's split the bill my whole two-week budget was gone <laughs> one, one night jesus
1: you should have said no you should have yeah. got it but yeah. nobody wants to i know i wouldn't have i'd done yeah. what you you did
0: <laughs> but it was like i'm not even oh. drinking and then it was like let's get more wine let's get more wine just oh. make it easy
1: i'm so and sorry anyway.
0: that happened <laughs> and then the rest of the time it was just me walking the streets in new york in winter which is which is horrible just it's horrible like, if you can't go inside yeah yeah, you eating toast. Eating toast and oh, peanut butter. For the rest. <laughs>
1: that's like when we were broke
0: in Paris. There's just yeah, nothing. Yeah. There's just nothing you can do. Yeah. I've been to I've been I always say I've been to New York when I had no money, which was that time. Uh, and I've been to uh-huh. New York when I have money. And it's a lot uh, more fun when you have it, money. <laughs> yeah. New, New York City is a fun place, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh but anyway, in their article Taste, Rachel Spronk and Christian Klaufus say that. Strong and <laughs> sprunk, and Clawfist. Yeah, that sounds like uh, who were the people that used to do the robots? They were, they were the robots. That oh, couple.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, Shields <coughs> yeah. and Yarnell. Sh- yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: Shields and Yarnell. Spronk and Clawfist. They're like uh, the say, German version, <laughs> but very serious though. they not for humor. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They do it to Kraftwerk. They're doing <laughs> the music is Crawford <laughs> behind them. Uh, but Spronk and Klauffus say that taste concerns both savoir, savoir Vivre and Savoir Faire, and is a window to a world of cultural practices. Okay. They then say that through taste, we position ourselves and understand the world. Taste concerns processes of communion through food, style, or knowledge, all of which communicates social positioning and relations of hierarchy. Ah, so, so from that point of view, we all have taste, it's just different
1: versions of it to kind of put right. us where we are, which makes total sense. Right, because right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. So I guess and, in that it, sense, I do have taste. <laughs>
0: you do have taste. It's just not – it's not as developed or not as good. It doesn't get you as right. high higher on the social hierarchy, right. I think. Right, not at
1: all. Although yeah. I have one good suit.
0: I have one good really? suit. Everybody, yeah. you got to have one good suit, everybody. Yeah. See, I'm all about shoes. Like I, I, I'm i not into anything. I'm into glasses and shoes. <laughs> you and, look and – you always false. look good. <laughs> you put on expensive shoes people are always like okay 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 right. he's he, everything dressing else down. looks like crap <laughs> <Everything else laughs> looks like crap but uh he's got on nice shoes so he must know what he's doing you know what i, I mean? think that's true i think
1: shoes yeah. play a big role especially with men for, well for women too but i mean i think with men there it'll you'll you'll offset a lot offset.
0: yeah yeah. I think you know it's also like p- some people say like uh when they ask, hey, "Can you play the piano?" it's like, "Well, yeah, I can play a piano. It may not be very good, but I can play a piano." It's like <laughs> everybody can play it, you know. Um Can you when, play when something I, on the piano? No, no, I just bang around on it. But Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but it's like I'm playing it. I'm playing that You're piano. You're playing it. I I uh who is it? Franz Liszt. His piano used to be in one of the museums I worked at and uh, oh. when no one was in the museum we used to take turns playing Franz piano. pianos. So Jesus could you say- do that? <laughs> what were you guys doing? It was a uh, it was out they would play it for concerts and stuff, you know. Okay. We would play like right. roll out like one of our people could play and with one of the guards and so she would always play roll out the barrel on Franz Liszt. <laughs> <laughs> I would do chopsticks here, you know. so I could say I played the piano. <laughs> I played Franz Liszt piano from his last tour, but I wish I knew to play. Roll out the barrel. <laughs> I know it'd be <laughs> like we'd be crazy. in there by ourselves and just yeah. echoing through all the galleries. Roll out the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's barrel, of the barrel
1: of fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh so anyway Sprunk and Claulfus they they quote Mary Douglas who said differences between good taste and bad taste create and represent a social hierarchy of connoisseurs and lay people. Uh, and that's what you were yeah. talking about just mm-hmm. there so. Mm-hmm. Um, There's some people when, who are <laughs> sniffing their wine
1: <laughs> right, and then yeah. there are people who are eating potato skins. Right, at right. TGI Fridays.
0: <laughs> when you guys uh <laughs> when you went out for that prefix that that menu that your friend got together was he like guiding you through the whole thing was he like telling you what oh he knew everything about everything <laughs> was telling us what was coming
1: next and he was he's a
0: foodie 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 yeah yeah and it was so there was look,
1: a look it was delicious don't get me wrong yeah. it was delicious but I don't know. I would have been happier with a uh, Arthur Bryant's barb- uh, barbecue sandwich. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but there's a hierarchy there. He had created a hierarchy between you guys that. Yes, he, knew he knew he was. Yeah. That, that, and I guess that's what
1: I mean about inauthentic. It's about showing how how smart you are, what you know that the right. other person doesn't know.
0: Right. Right. Uh, Now, let me ask you again. You've kind of alluded to it already. But uh, did you consider yourself popular? Did you consider yourself to be in the popular group in high school or in junior high? No,
1: no, no. I fell in my place. Now... A lot of people knew me. I was a very visible yeah. person uh, at 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 uh at in high school. I didn't yeah. play it the way you played it. You played it down. You played it down. <laughs> you were kind of you were in between and I was not. I tried to I, well because I was funny, my only talent was being yeah. for, sort of loud and funny. So I I did forensics, which is the speech competitions where you right, did stuff right. and and so I but I was never, ever, <laughs> ever going to be in the popular group because right, I didn't play right. football. If you yeah. don't play
0: football, yeah, they don't care how good you could, you could, you know, <laughs> you're not I going cons- there. Yeah, I always could consider- Yeah, I mean, you had everything going for you. You had that Mustang. I mean, I always considered you to be part of the Would before we like really met. And wow. got to know each other. I always like, oh, I think that guy's part of the popular group. It seems like everybody likes him and everybody, he's yeah, got that but then, you got, <laughs> then you got to know me and realize, oh, no, boy, I was wrong. Yeah. Well, he Mustang. still has the car. He still has the oh, car. Oh, that car. God, wasn't that a great yeah. car? It was oh. a fantastic car. Too. What was I that, 70? 70, 70 1970
1: Mustang? Uh, Mustang Grande. So it wasn't the long oh. hood. It was the shorter coupe. Vibe yeah. to it. it had a 351 Windsor, a Hurst oh. shifter, Krager wheels, Jensen yeah. quadraxel speakers <laughs> with a Jet Sound power booster. God damn, that car was amazing. And yeah. the guy I bought it from, speaking yeah. of taste, was exactly the version of me, but older. He was nerdy. He was, uh, you know, hardworking, but he loved he loved having the car, and it was so funny. One nerd selling it to another.
0: Yeah, yeah, pass it down. Hey, pass it down. This hey, a, this a help you, brother.
1: It won't get you to the promised land, but uh, it'll get you. It'll get you laid, which it did. It yeah, did. yeah.
0: That, that car was. I remember being in in that car going like over a hundred miles, <laughs> over a hundred miles an hour. With a bottle of tequila between us with a – it had a little serapi and a hat on, remember? Yeah, <laughs> it had a like sombrero. The- it sure did. <laughs> and
1: we were and driving, like- and, and, and it was doing 100, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, it. it that thing was like, all right it settled down into it <laughs> yeah at first it would shake and it was a ford you know but once you got it got it over 70 it kind of found its groove
0: yeah it would, take you, it would take you two and a half miles to get up to 70 yeah.
1: but once it did it was
0: it was a little turbulence in there on the takeoff. <laughs> but then once we got going it was really and I remember just like sitting there, like wow, like I was like kind of glanced over and saw we were going like 110, and then like wow, <laughs> we're going 110, and then you just driving like you're driving like 35 miles an hour, just like, like, driving, <laughs> and then that little that little bottle between us just like just jiggling away, like Jiggly. it was having the time of its life. It's so funny that that memory sticks for both of us because that's a I very know. profound memory
1: for me yeah and the next thing uh, I knew I woke up in a gravel uh,
0: parking lot and I threw up all over myself <laughs> yeah you were able to coast us in and, and park and then get out and throw up for about an hour and a half <laughs> know, good times good th- that's good taste that's good that's taste, good right taste right? that's it <laughs> but you saved the car you didn't throw up in the car because I had that oh the this story is making me just a little nauseous like my stomach just went <laughs> over the memory <laughs> Hey, what was the story about you when you were teepeed? You were teepeed okay. one time yes
1: I <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so in in a, a high school, there were <clears throat> there were you teepeed people um not to to because you hated them. You teepeed them because it was fun, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah and and so the most popular people got teepeed all the time. Mike Bagley who was yeah. at the top of my street, who was very popular. <laughs> he got teepeed by, you know, by Aaron Ferguson and B.B.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Earnshaw and um, <laughs> some of the other uh, ladies who were, I saw Aaron popular. Ferguson. Popular. At, really? Yeah. I saw her and she still got it. She looks really? fantastic. Yep. Yep. Tracy Heath all right. looks great. They all still look great. <laughs> The men, yeah. no. The men are all fat, <laughs> bald, and old. But <laughs> well, we've got um, up to them. We've got up to them. Yeah, now like, <laughs> yeah, we look good. You and now – yeah, you're right. This is our time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I was getting teepeed like every week, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> i made it. I'm getting teepeed, you know, and I didn't know exactly who, yeah. but I, I was like, oh, okay, okay. And I, I remember coming out and just my mother and dad would be just like, God, damn, I would just be elated yeah. that I was teepeed, <laughs> being teepeed. And I, at one point I'm, I'm pulling down, I'm cleaning it up, you know, happy, happy, yeah. cleaning yeah. it up. And yeah. Paul Hingler, my nemesis, who was a bully <laughs> driving his little bike. Uh, up the street stopped and he's like laughing at me and something <laughs> about the way he looked at me and I realized oh no yeah oh
0: no yeah. it's yeah. Paul
1: Hingler who's been TPing me <laughs> oh, this whole time it was such a horrible feeling you weren't
0: part of the in crowd you were part of <laughs> it was just
1: I so was part, part of the in. out crowd I was getting teep'd for the other reason because I'm an yeah. I'm an idiot somebody hates me
0: oh such a harsh (laughs) harsh joke. uh what was the the other uh you were the saga king though you were the saga king in high school yes but okay you say saga king like it's a good thing you don't understand so
1: so we went to the shawnee mission west vikings (laughs) the home of the vikings that was our high school and the yearbook was called saga Right. And right. I was the yearbook king. That's a <laughs> hell of a lot different than being the homecoming king. Yeah. But I loved it. I thought it made yeah. you know, I thought it made me kind of like get closer to being popular. Yeah, but yeah. really all the people were just looking at me and laughing, sogging. Really, <laughs> it was really. like
0: all like an like offshoot of it, you know. You yeah, like- it was like it was for the nerds. It was
1: the king of the nerds.
0: Right. That's what I was. Yeah. You were like the United States football league compared to the yes. NFL or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You were still Absolutely. champions. Yes. The indoor
1: football league. You were the indoor yeah. football league. I was the indoor, yeah, or Canadian. <laughs> Maybe I was just <laughs> yeah, the Canadian
0: yeah, league. Yeah, yeah, you won the Canadian Super Bowl, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, in an article titled Taste and Fashion, The Social Functioning of Fashion and Style, Yucca Granau. Says yucca ground now. Y- I guess that's a J U K K A. I don't know his. Wow, it, yucca must be Danish or something. Yucca. Yeah. I'm pronouncing it yucca. Hey,
1: yucca, we're all going out to a fixed <laughs> meal. It's going to be two hundred each. You want to come?
0: Oh, I, don't, I can't really afford it. I'm working on my thesis, but come right, on, okay. yucca. Yucca's living in living in her car for the rest of the semester. <laughs> Let's go to uh, get uh, <laughs> this house. <laughs> She says, in the classical European humanistic tradition, fashion was always thought to be antithetical to good taste. And she Mm. says, a a person blindly following the whims of fashion was without style. Whereas a man of style, or a gentleman, used his own power of judgment. So in other (laughs) words, you know, it reminds me a lot. Oh, no go ahead go ahead no i was gonna, so to be a, a
1: man of good taste you dress crappy and make fun of the people who are dressing right in, in style right. well then i yeah. have great taste because i do that <laughs> all the time
0: yeah i think this is the path i took i it was like <laughs> you you just do your own thing you don't listen to yeah. to what yeah. real fashion is like real style is not fashion real style is just doing your own thing yes and yeah and it reminds me, I read uh, John Lydon from the Sex Pistols, Johnny Rotten, mm-hmm. uh, wrote an autobiography. And and in that, he made a really good point. He was saying how, you know, the real punk movement was about doing whatever you wanted to do. It wasn't about dressing like a punk or dressing, right. having a, you know, a mohawk or whatever. And he talks about, you know, the reason they used uh, safety pins on their clothes was that they were so broke and they couldn't, <laughs> right. they couldn't get their clothes mended. So they would use safety pins and then suddenly safety pins became like the symbol of the associated movement. With it. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the problem. Anything that's sort of original will eventually become, you know, mainstreamed and, right. and, and then, and then it's ruined <clears throat> and then you need to go move on. It's no longer innovative.
0: Right. Right. And Grana notes, uh, she, she refers to Immanuel Kant, who was a philosopher in the 1700s. Oh, said, oh so hard to read. <laughs> yes. Can you read Kant? You probably not, can. Not really. I read articles of people who have read Kant. Oh. <laughs> so, and they like translate we'll have, it for me.
1: He'll have one sentence that goes a page and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, yeah.
0: seriously? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anyway, sorry. He was being paid by the word, paid by the word back then. Yeah, he not really, by the punctuation. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Kant in the 1700s <laughs> said that fashion has nothing to do with genuine judgments of taste, but is a case of unreflected and blind imitation. Mm, As such. He's one of Somebody was making fun of him. He was getting TP'd whatever they use they were mm, yeah hey kant a <laughs> hey, bookworm a hey, bookworm, Come hey, over bookworm. Here. slap his books down uh as such it is the opposite of good taste it stems only from human vanity and social competition in which men trying try to get the better of each other and improve their social status so again we oh. get back to even in the 1700s kant was talking about Fashion is all about getting improving your social status compared to other people. That's like the old dude
1: driving the Porsche.
0: Yeah, yeah. He
1: thinks everybody's looking at him because he's cool, but everybody's looking at him because he's an idiot, that he's yeah. just driving a penis.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it's hard to drive a really nice, expensive sports car because everybody's going to look at you like you're, a, you're an asshole. Unless, for, you're, for unless you're a woman, A women can yeah. do
1: it, especially if it has yeah. a dent in it. Like a woman, I think there's <laughs> nothing more attractive than a woman driving a Porsche yeah. that's like dirty, and she doesn't she doesn't even care.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and gay men, gay men can pull off yeah. almost anything. I don't know why or how, but they can. They can just yeah. do it. But yeah. straight, straight white dudes like you and me,
0: no. Yeah, no. We're done. We're done. And, and then like the guy in the like old guy, probably in his like late sixties, seventies, uh, uh, in the brand new Corvette has to park all the way at the end of the bargain (laughs) because he's so afraid. He's so afraid of anything happening to it. That's right. Um, Because he's
1: he's worked, from his point of view, he's worked his whole life to finally be able to have his dream car only to look like an asshole in a dream car. (laughs) It's, what are we all doing? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. The whole car car culture thing is so stupid. Yeah. I mean, if I hear one more... um, uh 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 you know what do you call it the electric car the the the, fancy Tesla, car, Tesla. the Tesla sorry I had a, mm. my, I don't know I almost had a, a stroke there uh, yeah <clears throat> one more guy talking about is Tesla about how it's, he's doing it because he's he's environmentally conscious
0: yeah I'm gonna
1: yeah. I'm gonna be like I'm gonna stand up I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it <laughs> You're gonna go I'm gonna stand up.
0: Really? I'm gonna say, yeah,
1: well, what about all the precious stones that little kids yeah. had to mine in Africa so you can have your touch screen yeah. thing? What about you know all of the things in that car that'll never what about, <laughs> what, about what about what about the oil that Jeez. turns the turbines that charges your car, you right, dummy?
0: Right. And right. it's a
1: luxury car. You can not yeah. be an environmentalist and be into luxury at the same time. no, it's wrong right. and bad,
0: right, and then you'll sit down and finish your the seventh course of your prefix <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. He's like come on John, just eat your eat your eat your appetizer yeah. that. Well, really, what happened to him? Give him some wine <laughs> he doesn't drink oh. okay, that's why he's he's just <laughs> unhappy he's unhappy he doesn't get he's just unhappy. Okay. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about fashion? Do you, are you? Do you feel that you're fashionable? Do you feel like naturally you?
1: I no. I I'm not fashionable. I I I I I've been told I have a little style, which is interesting, and that's yeah. I, I don't know. I wear um. I like cardigans. I like yeah. chinos or you know pants. I don't know if they're right, called chinos, right. but you know slacks that you know. And I I wear boots, so I, I kind of I can kind of pull it off i did buy these glasses and i bought yeah. them just because i, I like the way they look and when yeah. i came home my kids noticed this part which means they're <laughs> gucci and they yeah, were like yeah. dad yeah it's yeah gucci? and i was like what what do you mean where does it say gucci it doesn't it says it really small but they're
0: yeah, like the green yeah the 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 yeah gucci so yeah, i guess those I'm- are nice I know. I
1: just like the way they look. But, you know, yeah. anyway, I do like good design. I admire good design. Right. I admire good products. I admire good makes, um, you know, um, uh, like I love Red Wing boots. Oh, I yeah. I love Red yeah. Wing boots. That's all Me I too. wear, really. I have three pairs and yeah. I've broken them
0: all in, and those are my shoes. Yeah. I wear them all the time. And, and you could take them back. They always, they'll, they'll, uh... Shine them for you. Put in new they'll, laces. You can. Yeah, they'll, put, they'll <laughs> dip it in. Well, what they do is dip it in oil. Just take it in the back. There's a vat yeah. of oil.
1: They'll <laughs> Here.
0: It's like it's like taking your car into the shop or something. Yeah, you take oh, and Just lay them out there. There's nothing better than a good yeah. pair
1: of boots that fit you. Oh right. yeah. Oh, that are broken in. It's like wearing two baseball
0: gloves. It's just right. fantastic. Right. And when they wear out it's so it's it's like a good pair of jeans when you finally find it. I I don't wear jeans anymore. I can't wear jeans anymore. Yeah. <laughs> At a certain point, yeah. I think men reach a point where it's like maybe mm-hmm. you shouldn't be wearing jeans anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I I have one pair, but I'll tell you this though. I have
1: one pair and when I wear them, that's when my that's the only time my kids will ever say, "Hey dad, you look good." <laughs> really? You still got yeah. it. You still got because it. I still can pull them
0: off somehow. <laughs> How about jean shorts? You ever think about cutting those off? (laughs) I wore those all the time. I wore those as underwear. I have those on all the time. (laughs) All right. So, Granow, she also talks about Georg Simmel who was a, a philosopher a german philosopher G- back georg. <laughs> hey, <laughs> georg.
1: georg
0: george I'll, I'll change it to george
1: <laughs> no he's georg we've just Ge- kept your house
0: <laughs> georg symbol yeah these guys all sound like people who probably Nerdy. i mean just what they were yeah. writing about it. it's like maybe you weren't in the end crowd at that time. yeah
1: who's that guy over in the corner just scribbling <laughs> stuff in, oh, that's <laughs> georg, georg.
0: Yeah, he keeps looking at us and then scribbling something down. He looks upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he felt that fashion is a socially acceptable and safe way to distinguish oneself from others. And yeah. at the same time, it satisfies the individual's need for social adaptation. Now so he felt part, that- Yes, yeah. that it, it serves a purpose,
1: that it serves a right. purpose, a way of, 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 of defining ourselves. And that I agree until other people take it on. So right, you look right. at, you know, people, uh, generally people who are poor are the people who start trends, like you, right, like your example, right. uh, uh, of the, uh, punks, um, because the, the clothing is all you have. You don't have a car. Right. You don't have anything else. That's, that's all you have to express yourself. Right. But then somebody sees that a designer then is inspired by that. Then they design it. And then pretty soon. You know j c. penny is is selling them, and then it's over,
0: right, right. And that's what the uh, Carolyn Korsmeyer says that practically speaking, the results of the exercise of taste seems to be a pendulum between constancy and change, mm. between shared pleasures and contested disagreements. Mm. So it's like a pendulum, like we were mm. talking. Like what you were just saying, like it's constantly changing, kind of it's right. part of culture, but it's like culture. It's like you can't stop fashion, you can't stop taste because it's always evolving right uh and she says you know we'll we'll coalesce around something that everyone kind of accepts as good taste and Mm -hmm. then uh somebody on the outskirts usually somebody poor like you (laughs) you yeah saying or somebody will start doing something differently and then we'll argue about that for a while of like oh that's bad taste what are they doing that's bad taste that's bad taste uh and then at some point we go over to what they were doing right that they were right. doing and and suddenly we consider that to be bad taste even the people that were writing against it as as bad taste will suddenly say well, okay now that's good taste that's good taste because that's what happens
1: we all become the thing we hate the most in life
0: <laughs> we eventually will all Amen, be brother.
1: the douche in the porsche we're gonna the
0: douche in the porsche that's gonna be my autobiography the douche in the porsche yeah <laughs> <laughs> but Mary says, I, I once said, Mary was like, oh, you know, you never cry. You never cry. And I said, uh, you know, there's more than there's more to crying than tears. <laughs> so oh, she, oh geez, so yeah. sweet. So now yeah, she says it wouldn't. You that cry be... I, I've never seen I, you cry
1: either. I've never seen you cry. I don't
0: think. I yeah, cry on the inside.
1: On the inside. Yeah, you're emotionally uh, uh, a fit person. I mean, you, right. you have emotions. You, but yeah, I've never seen a tear. I, I rarely we're not allowed to really? men aren't supposed really. to
0: right we were trained not to do that it's so weird i don't know i go for a long drive and just bawl my eyes out <laughs> what, what, what happened to me what happened to me uh but remember i mean you think about things remember feathered hair parted in the middle back hell in the 70s hell yes <laughs> my, 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 mike bagley he I know. he he was the
1: king of that, and he had that yeah. big comb in the back, oh, yeah. and he could roller skate. He had his own skates. Oh, and He God. could backwards skate. He had it all. Yeah, he had it all.
0: Yeah, the people He's a nice who could rollers a, a dude who could roller skate backwards. Oh, forget all it! Wanted, all the girls wanted. All <laughs> yeah, so because with then
1: him. they could. Yeah, because then they could skate the snowball with him. The snowball dance. Yeah, yeah. Because he could skate back, and they could skate forward.
0: Yeah, Did you have the, did you have the, I seem to remember you having the feathered hair, didn't you? Uh, no, I tried, little-
1: but my hair wouldn't <laughs> feather. It was too straight. So it would just, it'd be a part in the middle and just come down on either side.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was the same with me. I had a horrible cowlick, you know, it was like it really came out. And I would try, I would spend hours trying to get my hair to part in the middle. And, fe- and it was just like, nope, nope, <sighs> nope. Nope. <Okay. laughs> But I think I'll have to try to find it. There's a one of my school class photos. You have me trying to, uh, trying to part it in the middle, and it just looks awful. <laughs> just I gotta, looks see, awful. we gotta see that. Please post yeah. that. Please post. Yeah, that. I'll try to find it. Uh, how about what were some of the other things? Like uh, izod's? Were you into izod's? Are izod still no, popular? No, uh,
1: they've come back in a new way, and uh, you occasionally see that. Well, Andre 2000 brought them back, I think. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they were too expensive. We couldn't afford them. They, were, they right. were like, even back then, this was like in the
0: 80s, they were like 50 bucks or something, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then turning the collar, I wear the collar up on these things, these half, yeah. half turtlenecks. Yeah, but, but it, I you mean. you zip it up. That's different than just the collar's up. <laughs> yeah, I well, like, like Urkel. The whole creppy
1: thing. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're more... well, Urkel, you know what? Urkel yeah. had his style. Yeah. Urkel had his glasses and his style.
0: How about jeans? Jordash, Jordash jeans? Were you? (laughs) I never wore a pair of Jordash. I saw, uh, I saw
1: my daughter. You know, here's the thing: my kids don't buy new clothes. Yeah. Everything yeah. is um, they find in Goodwill or you right, know, they, they, right. everything, everything. But mainly because f- there's an environmental reason behind it. Because, you know, there's a big problem yeah. with clothes on this planet. Right, right. We have mountains of them. And uh, so they'll buy used clothing. But uh, yeah, so occasionally I'll see some of those old like, my daughter had a pair of Jordache. I was like, Jordache? She's like, yeah, I found them. They're really cool. Yeah. And, she, and she rocked it because she didn't know yeah. they were, you know,
0: she wasn't trying to be Brooke Shields. Right. She was, yeah. Right. You know, I, I, that's the thing with me. Because I grew up, my mom would have to buy clothes from Goodwill. Right. And so I was always embarrassed about it. So that was the reason now I'm like, I want new clothes. It's, it's like yeah. I've been... Because I was always so embarrassed that everything I was wearing was was from Goodwill, you know, even yeah. though it ended up being like trendy, <laughs> I had just waited. Yeah, uh, it was, you it always
1: seemed like you were dressed well. You pulled it yeah. off. You had a
0: you had a certain style in high school. <laughs> yeah, it was like they like they were talking about the style of someone who's just you know give up and just try to do your own thing. And try yes, to well, that that that's the
1: thing about style. If you just keep doing it, eventually yeah. it'll come back around.
0: Yeah, ooh, but it's tough. It's tough. It's (laughs) It's tough. Like how long do you give it? How long do you give it? Those thirty years in between are (laughs) (laughs) rough. Yeah, from that time I was nobody talked to me. Nobody, nobody wanted to go out with me. Uh, Everybody (laughs) threw things at me. But but yeah, now I'm back in. I'm in. (laughs) You are. You are in. Uh, you know. And another thing, if you think about fashion, uh, I remember when I lived in France. I used to always get because I had the long hair, the round glasses. I used to in ripped jeans. I used to oh every time I go outside the dorm, I was getting stopped by the police. <laughs> yes. <laughs> put up put up against the wall and searched. Yes. And then one time I put on a tie. Same thing. ripped jeans, round glasses, mm-hmm. long hair. I put on a tie and suddenly cops stopped stop they <laughs> stopped stopping me. You know what That's I mean? Amazing. So it was that's yeah. amazing
1: I, yeah i had long hair at that same i had long hair for a long time yeah and uh i remember when i cut it off i i got into an elevator and there was a uh, older woman who was well dressed like a beverly hills type woman yeah yeah and she said she said oh nice weather we're having and i looked at her like what because <laughs> those types of people would never talk to me
0: yeah when i had yeah. long hair yeah. isn't that amazing i mean it's still you one day later even a couple hours later after the, uh, your haircut and still suddenly it, it changes how people see you in the world as well. Um, so let's go back. So Korsmeyer also says that in the 18th century, philosophers used the term taste to refer to a natural disposition to be receptive to beauties of nature and art, including capacities for refined discernment of aesthetic qualities. So, right.
1: That's what so, people with, the, with their nose in the wine glass would argue. They're like, <laughs> yeah. look, this is really yeah. good wine. Let
0: me enjoy it and see, you know. Yeah. Right, right. And so because it was a natural disposition, uh, philosophers at that time felt that taste was part of human nature. So that we, like you were saying earlier, we all had the ability to develop good taste. Or we all had some taste of some so sort. Are
1: you saying it's sort of a survival thing like like you've got to have good taste because you get better quality stuff that keeps you around like uh, I don't like that kind of meat and and I don't like the way it tastes
0: because it's not as good for you or I don't know. I don't know. It's talking about like being able to distinguish what is actually beautiful as if there's a I see an Mm -hmm. objective beauty in the world. And you're more oh, okay. in tune to that objective beauty in the world. Like These we, are the Greeks. This mm. comes from the Greeks.
1: <laughs> right, the exactly. truth, is, right? Yeah.
0: It, it's Plato. It's like there's a form uh-huh. there. Oh, Plato. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, and, and she says that, you know, at that time, the possession of good taste, uh, because it usually, it, it took time and money, basically, in the 19th yeah. century to develop taste. Yeah. Uh, once again, it separated people into groups. Uh, where preferences are not only different, but also ranked. Yes. So, and, and so I think about, you know, like, we think of like, well, people with good taste uh, obviously know something. But why do they become more popular? Or we think people with better taste become more popular. <sighs> um. It's, or is it is it that they they
1: are the they become popular for other reasons and then we want to emulate them. So we we try to emulate the way they dress and act and and do yeah,
0: possibly. Uh, but, but but you to, know, everybody like in the like, if you think about the popular group, whenever that popular group was, whether it be yeah. back in the 40s or 50s or 70s or 80s, uh, what was it that was really making them popular? <laughs> because, yeah, you know, I it, think it's-, it's looks. They just are.
1: They're just and and this is sort of goes back to the Greek thing. They're just beautiful people. They right. just look good to start with. Yeah, and then yeah. And, and and that's the and and you know, I think that's a big part of it because there were plenty of popular people who were not good at conversation, were not interesting, right. were right. not. Uh, all that bright but god they looked good <laughs> it must <laughs> be weird going through life as, as being gorgeous you know right right Where are it must be a whole different world you know yeah Where it's like you know just everything oh you keep it you know yeah, Every, everybody's yeah. just trying to please you
0: yeah you and just everybody's so just good. automatically accepting of you or like why there's a predisposition to accept you they want to yes. accept you because you look gorgeous yes. yeah 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 Dang i wouldn't so know then it is
1: survival <laughs> You're very handsome it's survival of the fittest man it all comes back to darwin you want to you want to propagate the species and you choose your mate by how attractive that god we're still just ruled by this little <laughs> reptilian yeah. brain stem
0: yeah yeah and and you know korsmire she makes a good point that even if you're trying to intentionally be tasteless like a lot of people will go the other way yeah. Like okay, I'm not not going to be part of the the popular group and be tasteful. I'm yeah. going to go the opposite. I'm going to be tasteless. Yeah. Uh she says you're still influenced by that kind of cultural idea of what is good taste. Like you, right. even to be against it, you're acknowledging you have to it know and accepting yes, it. Yeah. That
1: makes total sense. So we're all yeah. caught up in the same
0: trap. We just right. play it out slightly differently. <laughs> yeah, isn't that awful? Awesome? <laughs> like, yes. even if you're like, I'm not going to do that, you're doing it right. right. Uh, the The other thing she talks about is the effect that marketing has on our taste. Yeah, because successful marketing actually widens the taste of audiences to how uh, new objects that they can consume is what she says. Absolutely.
1: So, and merchandising, too, of how right, how it's right. placed, where it's placed, how in the store, how we're guided towards it yes 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 and then as we got better and better with communication to the point right. now where we can talk to anybody in the world anytime we want now it's over now yeah. we, we've built a prison of our own making Where yeah once <laughs> <when> something's, <laughs> something's yeah. decided we all just fall in line it's crazy
0: yeah but, but, but you know not, the market
1: it's yeah it's it's not like a, a totalitarian leader that's going to end it it's 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 our own big brains right we're, right we're we're this we're we're, we're this organism that's a yeah. totalitarian
0: leader we're our own <laughs> totalitarian yeah, we, we become our own big brothers i guess Yes, are we're, we're, yes. we're determining through marketing
1: yeah. what
0: what people should do and what their behavior should be. And if it's a wrong behavior or not. Um, yeah. And then she, you know, Korsmeyer also talks about like, well, what happened, you know, marketing will kind of force something on us, yeah. uh, which is probably inorganic because it, it's like, it's telling us what's popular, what's popular, what's popular, as far as clothes or shoes or whatever.
1: Yeah. But in it, uh, don't you think at its core, it has to have something like that, that that's real, that, that, that it's seen like, you know, they, like they, they see like poor people, like, you know, the safety pin thing. Right. You know, right. They, they, some guy sees that and he's
0: like, oh, I'm going to m- market leather jackets with safety pins all over. Right. Right. So it's appealing. To, you're saying it's appealing to something innate in it, something. Something that's poorer. developed and then somebody's trying to make money off of it. Right. Or right.
1: maybe these designers are all, you know, they, 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 they get what um is it, it, how to dress beautiful people basically right, right. and yeah and then we all buy it because we and, want and to cor- be beautiful people
0: yeah of course mario said you know at a certain point then we all start doing it and yeah. then <laughs> when everybody starts doing it suddenly it's not cool anymore suddenly That's it's right. not not in good taste and we we turn against it
1: yes you know yes it's just like Keanu Reeves in the in the in uh, the the movie. It's like hey, the the one is reborn every time. The one <laughs> comes, he gets killed, he yeah. tries, he gets killed, and then it's born again. Right, right. Because we it, had it, to invent money. And I blame I I blame the, you know, the the the, the I don't know, the 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 first the first generation the first society that started right, the Tigris right. and the Euphrates. They had to invent some trade, which led to currency. And then it's over. Once right. you could, once it's, once you're just trying to get currency, then, then forget about it. Yeah. Cause then not everybody cool anymore, joins man. in. No, <laughs> your sandals,
0: cool. your, your wrap up sandals going up to your knees. Aren't cool anymore. No, you know, those aren't cool, Cause you're trying you know? too hard. You're trying yeah. too hard. Have so- you heard about <laughs> boots?
1: These weird people, yeah. the Canaanites are wearing boots.
0: Uh, you know another example remember REM and in, in college when we were in college REM there were like certain people who would just be into REM right uh but, but not everybody was into REM no not at all yeah. I went to an REM concert where
1: they basically just hung a sheet behind them and had a <laughs> it was terrible yeah so I was like what yeah um and I now was I look never.
0: At I was never into REM and, and I remember people asking me they kind of threw it out to test it like if you were cool if you had good taste or not. Yeah, yeah. They would be like, "Hey, do you have any REM?" or "Hey, do you have a listen to this cassette of REM or something." And it was kind of a way to feel mm-hmm. the waters about what what taste you had. In, mm-hmm. in other words, distinguishing them as having good taste. And me not having good taste for not. It was being a, a terrible right. time for music from my point of view, because we were coming <laughs> off
1: with the eighties. I know they look back at the eighties are like great time for music, not from my point of view, Yeah, because there was, yeah. it was hair. There was nothing hard rock. There was nothing yeah, that like, yeah. rocked. It, everything was pop and. Yeah. And REM just didn't do it for me. It, it wasn't until um, Guns N' Roses and then the grunge yeah. movement. That's when I was like back in the saddle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then it, I heard and Nirvana
1: a, it was all over. I was just yeah. like, oh my god. I
0: remember when that came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but remember it was once REM broke towards the like late 80s, early 90s, and suddenly everybody loved REM. Stand suddenly- in the place where you
1: live now, <laughs> yeah, face yeah.
0: west. Yeah. And all of the and suddenly all of those people they didn't like REM anymore. No. You know, or mm-hmm. it was like, and it's the same thing happened to the cure. Like people will talk about, well, before the cure hit it big. We loved The Cure when they were doing more punk stuff, more dark, right. gothic stuff. And yeah. then they hit big, which as an artist, I completely understand. Like, you want to make some money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yeah. You don't want to work as we, much as you. Used. That's right. It's exhausting yeah. being poor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same thing with Beanie Babies. Remember Beanie Babies? Beanie Babies.
1: <laughs> Wasn't your mom really into Beanie Babies? Yes. 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 I,
0: I, I, my mother would get into it because she worked next to a hallmark store in kansas city so she was able to go over to the hallmark store early on when beanie babies were just coming out and she would just buy them because she loved them it was authentic it was very punk you know what i mean my mother yeah, just yeah. loved beanie She's babies like, because cool. she loved it. yeah they made and, her happy uh, right and we made fun of her for getting those beanie babies well the whole family like oh i can't believe you're did she give us beanie babies uh <laughs> And, and because she worked next to the Beanie Baby store, she was able to be like the first in line when it opened to right. get the brand new Beanie Babies when they came out. So um, suddenly when the Beanie Baby craze hit, my mother had a very expensive collection of Beanie Babies. That is and incredible.
1: That's the best yeah. thing ever.
0: Yeah. Uh, did she, she sell was, them off when you guys needed money? Well, she would uh when she would come up to Chicago all the time to see our shows or come out to a- LA to see our shows, she would just go into her collection and sell a couple of beanie babies for oh the money my. to come out and visit. That's incru- yeah.
1: That's insanity, isn't it? That's yeah. just yeah. insanity.
0: Yeah. God. Because everybody wanted them at that time. And and I remember my brothers and I tried to get into it, but it was too late. You know what I mean? We after we had made fun of her for so long and right. she was so honest and authentic about it. Well, that's uh, the way I am with investments in general. Like somebody, you know, <laughs>
1: somebody says, hey, have you heard about, uh, you know, what what's uh, the blockchain uh, yeah, uh, stuff? Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, look, yes, I have heard about it. And if I've yeah. heard about it, that means it's over. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's heard about it at that point. You know, if it's gotten down to me, then it's already over. Sell. Whatever you've got, yeah. sell. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's interesting you mentioned stock because that's basically it too whatever becomes yeah. popular that's another taste or fashion about like just trying to figure out what's popular at the moment yes um in his book you, why you like it the science and culture of musical taste nolan gasser mm. says in the domain of aesthetics the notion of taste musical or otherwise is viewed as a reflection of one's sophistication culture and breeding as mm-hmm. one's ability to perceive the subtleties of beauty and morality within an art object mm-hmm. so once again we're getting back to this idea of people like to think if you have good taste you're mm-hmm. seeing something that everyone else isn't seeing isn't in the insane. world that's important
1: yeah. that's super important and 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 core a core thing that is actually of value and right. Then, but you finding and noticing that it's
0: a value now yeah. makes you
1: look uh right.
0: cool. Right. And it's it's almost what was it when your dad showed you his apartment on top of that building in the plaza? Oh <laughs> it was like God. he told you he told you you will appreciate. Like he, there was a communion between you and your dad that like yeah. he knew that you would appreciate yeah, that, that well, apartment. it was a
1: little, it wasn't
0: even an apartment. It, <laughs> it, held, it was built to
1: hold air conditioning units to keep them, uh, but then the, the, they, they couldn't do that uh, for right. some reason. And right. they turned it into an apartment and it was just this little box on top of a high-rise in the plaza, which is this <laughs> kind of fancy place. And so he would tell people, yeah, I live in the plaza. And everybody thought he lived in, you know, some of these fancy apartments in the plaza. Yeah. No, yeah. he lived in an air conditioning <laughs> You
0: but that was, the cool that I, it I, did you I was the same way in? Yeah, I did, but after it? he yeah. after he passed away, I went in there. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. And it was like a concrete room. It was like a cell. He was in there living like a monk, but beautiful yes. view out of the top. Beautiful of view.
1: And you know, for <laughs> him, that's
0: all he cared about. And so what well, you yeah. know he's cool. It is cool. Yeah, he was cool, he was it cool. was cool, but, yeah. Yeah. But what yeah. did you think when you went in? When did, when he I, said to you, "You will appreciate." I, this. <laughs> I don't know. I guess he.
1: I don't know what. I, I guess he thought that I was a minimalist uh, and, right, and would enjoy right. that like he did. I think maybe he meant the view that I would enjoy the view, but right. I don't really care about views. I mean, I like views, but i yeah. You know, all these yeah. people who live up in the Hollywood Hills, I'm always like, what. I mean, for the view, you drive up all these crazy roads just to get a pack of cigarettes. You know, it,
0: it <laughs> just seems crazy. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I remember being impressed when you told me about your dad's <laughs> you me about your dad living on the plaza. He's like, well, oh, maybe Ray's <laughs> doing pretty good. Um, nope. So Gasser, Gasser notes David Hume's work on the standard oh, of Hume, So the- <laughs> Another one. God, is he hard to read. Yeah, this is a, It's amazing that these guys were writing about it in the 1700s and the 1750s, yeah. talking about taste and fashion and popularity. Uh-huh. And it's still applicable well, today. It's still applicable today. Yeah, because to your point, I think that you're you're making
1: is that there is some core thing of value there, right. but it's just how we express it and why we express it. Right, like, am I sniffing right. into the glass of wine? in order to actually do whatever you're supposed to be smelling for, I guess, a vinegary smell or something anyway, or am I doing it so that people know, see that I know what I'm doing, you know? Right. And and, and then that becomes a totally different thing. It's inauthentic.
0: I, yeah, I saw that last night of the table next to us had ordered a bottle of wine at dinner (laughs) and they brought it out and it was just, two middle-aged women and the waiter brought it out opened it obviously had to pour some into a glass and give it to somebody and you know that they don't know they don't know what they're sniffing and probably the waiter does not at this place the waiter probably doesn't know what he's sniffing no and yet we have to go through this charade of yeah, pretending that we know that this is a good one. And of course everybody's always going to say it's a good bottle. Yeah, that's acceptable. Yeah, well, I'll yeah, take that, I, yeah. I was about to say I've never seen anybody put <laughs> a bottle back. No, you
1: should. L- and let me a- let me let me tell you, if you are one of those people, you're eating spit on your food. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> why would why would anybody be cruel or mean or rude to the person who's feeding you is right, beyond me. Right beyond right. me i and think it's the thing to be, not hot enough don't know don't know you know yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: you what's know going to happen i uh to be like this like try to show people that you really know where you're. send back that bottle of wine even if you oh, like it oh, you like oh we'll no, no 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 <laughs> no somebody's gonna pee in it
1: <laughs> yeah but then don't drink, it. Going, don't drink yeah, it don't, yeah, don't so drink it yeah don't drink yeah send it back oh, i see what you're saying yeah send yeah. it back
0: but then don't drink it <laughs> i don't think you really know what you're talking about um <laughs> so so hume said that uh although opinions toward artworks may be subjective the works themselves reveal the degree to which they do or don't meet the standards of being truly praiseworthy and that's again talking about plato okay. form. like there's yeah. an objective like, there's- beauty out there there's a formal beauty out there in the world somewhere
1: Yes, but isn't it all just an extension of us propagating the species? Like, like we see the lines in a beautiful person that influences right. a designer how they design a Corvette. But it all right, comes back right. to I'm looking for the best looking person to mate with,
0: right? So that right. the
1: species brings the best genes
0: on. Yeah, forward. yeah. Maybe that that sports car is like instead of being well, you know. Sixty thousand years ago, oh, that guy has a lot of pelts <laughs> hanging out, exactly. in his, uh, in his, you know exactly. now he's got the sports car or something that that's. And him the out. lines
1: of car, of sports cars are, you know, may, perhaps they are influenced by the lines of a of the curves of a woman, right. or uh, hey, you know, hey these now. things. That- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they are. They're like. There's. You're talking about that ultimate beauty, like as if there's. It's right. beauty, but really, it's not. It's just. I think it's just to get us to have to fuck.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and think about all the when you see like the calendars and all the posters of the muscle cars and the woman's always <laughs> in like a bikini or something. Exactly. That's what it's doing. It's trying it's to sex. subconsciously tell you like this is what you're going to get if you have a sports exactly. car. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And as yep. we both know, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> well, it did,
1: it did, but but I still yeah. had set Well, I actually um, was dating uh, 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 in high school. The woman I dated in high school was above my station. I just she really? didn't know
0: it. She didn't yeah. know it. That's the best.
1: You know, right. You find somebody right. you know who's slightly above your station. Yeah. Yeah. Did she
0: figure it out through the court? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <the> court. <laughs> yeah. And then left me for Robbie McGuire oh no yeah oh no uh anyway but what hume also felt that it was up to the true critic with a capital t-r-u-e true critic <laughs> to identify a worthy work of art so yeah it, because yeah. they were supposed to teach people what it was to just see what was truly beautiful and then that way people could learn about what they should be following
1: people i hate (laughs) those people you
0: know why it's good don't you no i
1: don't i don't yeah it's it's always
0: hard with with comedy too comedy is hard because people are well why is that funny you know, people who yeah. want you to explain why something is funny. It's like, I know, and as soon as you go down that road,
1: you're as far yeah. away from funny as possible. <laughs> I know. You just I kill it I, by I, asking what is funny. Yeah, yeah, the logic. The logic. We used to call them the logic police when we were dealing with networks and stuff. There would always yeah. be some yeah. executive who go, but that that person would never say it. And I'm, I'd be like, I remember I said it a number of times. I'd be like, you got to understand, funny trumps logic, right? Right. <laughs> if it's right. funny. We'll
0: figure out why she said it. Right, <laughs> you know? right. We'll, we'll yeah. justify it. <laughs> um yeah, because sometimes it's just it's the way it looks, it's the way it sounds, you know, it, you don't know why it's funny. You it know, just makes exactly, people laugh. Which is
1: what so. makes it so the the fact that it's so k it's such chaos and it's so hard to pin down is what makes it so wonderful. And that, and that's the thing that that attracts me
0: to it, you know. <laughs> uh so John, you and I have done a lot of shows together yes we have and we've had some good reviews (laughs) (laughs) and we've had some bad reviews as well about the shows that we yes um how do you feel about reviews and critics about your your shows that you do
1: i i think it's i think it's a terrible way to go it's just fortunately now with the it used to be you know, there would be one newspaper. If you got a bad review, your show was over now with the internet and everything else, there's so much noise out there. They've lost their power, but even so it's, it's in one person's hands to decide whether a show is good or not. I just, I don't know. I mean, I understand that here's the thing. You, you, you talk to a New Yorker somebody who reads the, uh, uh, the the New York Times, and they'll start right. talking about all these books, uh, you know, the the latest yeah. books, and what, and you, and then you ask him, have you read them? No. <laughs> <laughs> they read the book review, you right, know, right? All right. these New Yorkers, none of them are reading the books; they're just reading the reviews yeah. of the books. And right, I guess that right. that's the problem I have. I have never once read a review uh, before, in to decide whether I'm going to watch a TV show, right.
0: Right. That's it's the same never, with me. And in never. fact, if it's a bad review, it almost makes me want to watch it more to yeah. see what was so yeah. bad about it. That's because you've been in the business of, of <laughs> getting reviews and you know that it's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but I always figure if you if you get all good reviews, you're doing something wrong. That's true. It, it, it means yeah. that you're not pushing any boundaries of anything. Yeah. And if you get all bad reviews, you've done something wrong because because maybe you really aren't funny and maybe it does suck you know if everybody yeah, I hates think
1: it. I think that's true if you take it in the in the numbers you get it, you know yeah. in the wash yeah, yeah yeah you know we talked about yoko ono of, of how hated she was right uh, right because she her <laughs> her taste was totally different right, from right. the fans of the beatles um but then over time and she was just she was just you know oh my god ridiculed but if you can can get into her work yeah you realize what john realized which is that she was this really interesting truly exceptional um artist
0: right i think Uh, her i think she was light years ahead of where they were were as far as like really artistic <laughs> obscure artistic taste you know yeah, what I they mean? were
1: pop singers they were about getting the largest number of people to buy their right. music and she right. was not she was about trying to do something stuff that had never been done before and some of it worked yeah. some of it didn't but um that's that she took a very you know she was just a really is a really fascinating
0: right woman right i agree um But, you know, it's interesting. I always know, even though you know consciously that this is just one person's opinion, it still hurts to get a bad review. It kills you to get a bad review, even though you can intellectualize it and say, oh, that's just one opinion. And I know there's nothing worse than when uh, you're in the middle of a run and the bad review comes out. Or the, yeah. you know, or like it, the worst thing is like when some people get a good review, some people get a bad review in the same production. Ugh. And then you go backstage and it's it just kills a production, kills a production when yeah. you get that yeah. bad review.
1: It's funny, um, the people who will tell you about your bad reviews, who will yeah, bring it up. Yeah. I remember my father in law saying after you and I did a show in in uh, <laughs> off Broadway and we got creamed. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, my father in law said, hey. What about how, a bad review, huh?
0: The New York Times review. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks for bringing it <laughs> yeah, up. I know. I know. Uh, first of all, I still disagree with that review. Uh, and I, I don't think anybody reads the New York Times out of New York. It's a local paper. Um, but I still, <laughs> I, still, I still. I saw like in reading- the audience and I knew as I was doing the show that he wasn't yeah. liking it. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's like you could say, well, in, in the part of me, I kind of liked it because it's like to, to be banned by the New York Times feels, no. I mean, it feels awful and it feels good at, at the same time. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah. I mean, it's it so funny because my very first TV show, Ten Items or Less, got a wa- rave review yeah. from the New York yeah. Times. And, yeah. it, you know, so then then it's like a big deal of value. Yeah, <laughs> but when you get I know. Banned, like, I know. Oh, that's just one guy. Screw him.
0: I know. That's what's so bad. And you can't help doing it. You can't yeah. help doing it. A good review, you you think, oh, they really know what they're talking about. A bad review, it's like, oh, that person doesn't know. <laughs> um, and I had, uh, when uh, Looking Glass produced uh, a play that I had, you know, translated yeah. from, from a French novel. And one of the people that reviewed it was a woman I had known for years through the Italian tourist board. She had, wow. <laughs> used to write uh just like kind of fluff travel articles for an uh, italian american newspaper oh no and and she you know had become an art critic or a theater critic for one yeah. of the big uh chicago papers and she called me up and and talked to me for it she interviewed me about it and i was like you know i know her i know this this is probably going to be a good review i talked to her about it and and i say well you know the plays about somebody who takes someone else's artwork and then pretends that it's their own and then they can't Mm -hmm. reproduce that quality of artwork. And then they realize that, you know, they're, they're kind of a failure at their own core. And, and I, I think I made the comment of, I think everyone, all of us deep down are, are liars about something when it comes to our social position. Right. And, and I don't know if that struck, because if she thought I was talking about her, because knowing that she had come up just writing, for this Italian American newspaper or whatever. Right. But when it came out, she gave me a bad review. <laughs> she Damn her. She gave a bad review.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's funny because the, the artist is looking at the review as a way to promote their art. And yeah. Get, Cause you know, like for a theater, we just want butts in the seats and, yeah. and, and you, and you just see it as a marketing thing. But from the critic, it's like, the, like this
0: platonic, I've got to find the, what's good right. in the world. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. But it was so hard. I mean, it's, I, I don't know. It's oh. <laughs> you, just when oh, you think I'm you've, stoked. you've got something that, you know, you, you think you have an end, you never have an end when it comes to never. taste and artwork. No. So Mm-mm. And the worst thing you could well, do is they have a thing called the TCAs out here in, in
1: So if you're on a show, you go to the TCAs, which is the television critics association, where they all are flown out by the uh, the 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 by the the studios, all these critics right, are flown right. out, hoping that they'll you know give some you know good marketing to the shows. And these people, right. And you <clears throat> and you just see them, you just hang out with them, and you're just like, oh, yeah, they're just yeah. bitter. A lot of them. I mean, yeah. there's all kinds yeah. of. Uh, yeah. but it's, <laughs> you're just like, oh man, okay,
0: okay, yeah, yeah. All right, John. So I guess we should be uh, just wrapping up a little bit. Uh, I guess in conclusion, I, I would hope that this sheds some light on how taste, popularity, and status are all tied up together, and give us our position uh, in the social and cultural hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So you said it, brother. We, <laughs> whether we want to believe it or not, it's with the idea that we have good taste or bad taste. We're positioning ourselves on that ladder between yes. whether you're pushing back against it or going with the flow it's still it, it, you have to recognize it right right and it's all just like culture itself it's all arbitrary and it's constantly changing so i don't know how you escape that desire for acceptance and popularity and esteem and status how do I, you how there's you no deal way with it?
1: I, I think yeah. it's a, it is a part of being human thus the reason we're having it on our show it, it, <laughs> j- we we need because those same qualities that make somebody popular um make somebody want to have sex with you
0: right that,
1: right as vermin uh, that yeah. we are our job is to make more of us to survive ultimately ultimately yeah. and we
0: just can't get past that
1: right uh until we all turn into pure energy after they put chips in our heads.
0: <laughs> uh, just in closing, I will say, God, those are beautiful glasses. You're wearing. Thank you so much. They're, uh, I don't know if you know, they're Gucci. Oh, no. I wear Giorgio Armani's. I don't know if you know this. Hey,
1: and just not to offend you or anything, but you should try some jeans.
0: You'd look good in jeans. <laughs> oh, no, I, can't do them. I can't do them anymore. <laughs> I made the uh, conscious decision. Uh, it was almost like taking them out in the backyard and burning them in a barrel. You know what I mean? It was like I'm uh, not. Yeah, not pulling them they, off anymore.
1: But they made your butt look good. Look <laughs> at. Let me ask you this: Did you wear jeans when you were wooing uh, your wife? When you were, did you ever go out and wear jeans when you went out with Mary?
0: I think I may have worn some jeans. Okay like nice jeans are like black jeans you know yeah. i went for the black jeans like a more mm-hmm. sophisticated jean why don't you get, your, <laughs> get yourself a pair of jeans and and uh out there uh, while you're on vacation we're going to a new year new new year's eve gala here at the hotel tonight maybe i'll go down oh. to the gift shop and see what they oh. have <laughs> take pictures take pictures that's
1: fantastic
0: all right uh in closing i'll, I'll say thanks for listening everyone uh john thank you so much for your insights on everything and thank you Uh, for coming to us remote oh Uh, yeah this was out out in the southwest believe me there's no van outside with a satellite dish out here (laughs) it's just me (laughs) on the little desk in the hotel room (laughs) uh but I, if, if you enjoyed this podcast and found it interesting, please tell a friend about it and please be sure to give us please be sure to give us a good review. Yeah. God <laughs> please, damn we're it. We're begging you. We're begging yeah. you, please give us Not a good review. Not because
1: we want you to like us, but we want you to get other
0: people to like us. <laughs> right. It'll show your good taste. It'll get people <laughs> listening to this show. Well, All this right, is John.
1: Human, human number two signing off.
0: And this is human number one. Thanks again, everyone. Happy New Year. John, love you. Love you guys. Love Thanks for too. listening. We'll talk to you later.